Live from the Dream Hotel in Hollywood, California, this is Lips LA on Dash Radio. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Today on the show, we're talking esports. I don't know if you guys know this, but it is the biggest thing in culture at the moment. It's crazy. This thing is bigger than regular sports in some cases. We got uh, Banks on the show, Tommy. They're part of FaZe Clan, Clout Gang. It's actually, it's super big, super interesting. I'm actually really excited to have them here. It's the future of culture and content and uh, something we always speak about on the show. The internet, esports coming up. Banks and Tommy, FaZe Clan. Says she tired of little money, need a big boy. Pull up 20 inch blades like I'm Lil Troy. Now it's everybody flocking, need a decoy. Shorty mixing up the vodka with the leak coin. G-Wagon, 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 G-Wagon. All the housewives pulling up. I got a lot of toys. 720S pumping, fallout boy. You was talking shit in the beginning. Back when I was feeling unforgiving. I know I picked you up to see me winning. See the igloo in my mouth and I be grinning. Hundred yeah. bands in my pocket, it's on me. Hundred deep when I roll like the army. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got I'm saying wow. Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me. Yeah, your grandma probably know me. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got I'm saying wow. Everywhere I go. Me on the block like a Mutombo 750 Lambo in the Utah snow Trunk in the front like that Stumbo, yeah Cut the roof off like a nip touch Pull up to the house with some big butts Turn the kitchen counter to a strip club Me and Dre came for the When I got quiet, all of y'all disappeared Before I dropped Sony, none of y'all really care Now they always say congratulations to the kid And this is not a 40, but I'm pouring out this Serve a lot, but I got more now. Made another hit, cause I got bored now. Always going for it, never pump fourth down. Last call, hell, Mary Prescott touchdown. Hey, hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me. Hundred deep when I roll like the army. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got I'm saying wow. Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me. Yeah, your grandma more probably know me. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got I'm saying wow. Hey guys, we're here. Welcome to the show today. We are with FaZe Clan. We're with Banks and Tommy. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing fantastic. For those of you guys who don't know, esports is the biggest thing in culture phenomenon, and obviously FaZe Clan are the biggest thing in esports. So I kind of want to take it back to the beginning with you guys and understand the whole phenomenon, how you guys started. There's so much to talk about. Um, it's a pretty interesting and incredible, exciting world that's going on here. So Actually, Banks, you're from Massachusetts, right? Yeah, we both are, actually. Oh, cool. And have you guys known each other a long time, or is this like a... No, we met through meet the means of Xbox Live. Cool, Just cool. an online platform, video game platform, yeah. And, and obviously, this is uh, such a new genre. I mean, how many years would you say that this thing has been exploding as it is now? I mean, kind of since video games started, right? It's been exponentially the growth and the graphics and the, the way it works. Obviously, the online, like, multiplayer... <laughs> Like, the way that, that that all works is pretty new in the grand scheme. So, I mean, I, since it's jumped off, you know, you remember back. I mean, I don't because I wasn't really, 
You I'm know? a little older than you. A little bit older. <laughs> right. But like the Mario stuff, the Super yeah. Nintendo stuff. Yeah, I, see, I see old videos about it. I've seen everything. Arcades used to be popping, you know, yeah. kind of just since the jump. But I mean, it's safe to say that esports in some cases is probably bigger than regular sports now. It's such a huge industry. It's actually crazy. having a crazy, yeah, as well. crazy argument about that in a group chat, a friend group chat that me and Tommy are in, just a whatever. And um, I would argue the same that it's definitely even now so bigger and it's only going to get bigger arenas there's literally you guys are literally performing in arenas sometimes but i want to take it back to the very beginning and how you guys started did you know you were into video games when you were kids is this something you ever thought you'd be doing i kind of want to take it to from the start to where we are now and i'd love to just kind of hear about how you guys got into it because it's such an interesting thing so we have very different answers i think yeah well we can start with you or tommy yeah sure yeah i mean i've been playing video games my whole life Ever since I could remember, I think I was four playing on like Nintendo, like the old Mario games. But so that was the first one that you kind of mastered, right? Um, I don't even know if mastered. I just remember you playing, playing it right. a lot. Yeah, at um, four you probably weren't mastering much. Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't know. I just remember I would go to the arcade because I was I was living in Brazil at the time, and I would have to like walk down the street to this one arcade. I have to pay like I remember the um, the guy asked me, "Do you want to uh, stay like pay for thirty minutes or an hour?" And I didn't know the difference at the time. Like for real, like I, so I'm like 30, 30 must be more, like 30 was more than one hour. So. <laughs> it sounded yeah. like more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been playing video games forever. So, so you're four that, years that old. That one would still trip Tommy. You would still make that same mistake. But, but you're at the arcade at four, and it, clearly this is not something you thought you'd be doing for a living later on in life, right? No. So no, at, no. at what point you start playing, and then all of a sudden your parents are like, this is an addiction. we got to get this kid to you, school you right You started away. really getting into it, like RuneScape stuff, right? Yeah, RuneScape. yeah. Um, RuneScape was like the first, like, because I would play on PC, and that was right before I got an Xbox. Because there are two very different categories of playing video games. Yeah, like, sure. I'm sure you play little games on your phone, of and occasionally, well, whatever. There's a lot of people like that, but then there's like the gamer. You know, and there's the whole content aspect to where yeah, it's all yeah. gone, right? That's even, deeper, that's even deeper down the rabbit hole. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. We were just talking about one of your videos a minute ago. But so, again, so you're four years old, you're playing video games, and you're like, okay, well, this is cool. But I kind of want to take it to the next level. So you just kept playing for years until it progressed. Is sort of like a thing for you? Yeah, I just kept playing. I played whatever game I really liked, whatever game I was passionate about. And um, it turned out like I started playing Halo on the Xbox, on the original Xbox. Um, played Xbox Live, and that was the first like shooter online game I played. And I remember like people would be on the mic talking trash and stuff. And there would be a lot more trash talk back in the day because like the internet wasn't as like crazy of a place as it is now. So now it's like. It was a lot more forgiving. He could yeah. get away with a lot more. Wasn't a lot of haters back then. I had a whole different come up on video games. I wasn't into it at all. My at all. Brother, you didn't actually think this is something you'd be doing at all. Never, I read that about you. Yeah. Never, ever, ever. Yeah. Not until it really started happening. You were like studying to be an accountant or something. Yeah, I was yeah. going to school to be an accountant. I had a bunch of other plans, a bunch of other interests. Video games was never it for me. On Christmases, it would be my brother who would get an Xbox or my brother who would get a Game Boy. I was I was never really into it until what he was talking about the online aspect of it hopping on the mic. So and how how old are you guys when that was a thing? I think I was a sophomore in high school, so I'm 27 now. So a while ago, but um, obviously up to that point in your life, you're what 16, yeah. 17. And were a lot of kids in your school playing, or was yeah, it that's like what it was? I was I was at lacrosse practice, and every day all my friends would go home and play Halo, and it was like the thing. Like everybody's yeah. like, "Yo, I'll see you on Halo, Halo." 
and so I just kind of it was kind of some foam on some foam. Yeah, out. that was probably the first game that people were really looking at, like in a competitive because Mario Brothers wasn't when I was a kid. Yeah, that, that was kind like of the thing, first real right? esport for yeah. sure. That was one of yeah, the yeah. that was one of the first ones. That and Smash. That was on TV Super back Smash in like 2007, 2008. They'd had and uh, Counter Strike was going on back yeah. then. Fighter games and stuff. But Halo was one of the first like big ones to kind of smash the mainstream, and everybody talked about it and played it. So my brother had an Xbox. He had a mic. Um, I hopped on it and I fell in love with that aspect. Just hopping on and talking to people, meeting random people. And then you started have fans at that age, or was it just like no, no, that were like no? I I wasn't watching content at all at that point. That was just straight out the gate. Was terrible at the game. Just a casual yeah. player, just like most of the people, most of of everybody is. Um, and then I played Call of Duty. I was really good at that. I was like exceptionally good at that in comparison to my friends and kids who I went to school with and stuff to the point where people would be like, yo, Ricky's really, really good at Call of Duty. Like if you think you're good, you should play with him, yada, yada, yada. My and dad's, I, some of my dad's friends, people, it just got around that I was good. So that's kind of when the content stuff happened for me. I saw YouTube stuff, it sparked an interest and then just, I mean, I could, I could talk about it for days. But then at that point you're like, fuck the accounting, I need to do this. For yeah, I made day. a YouTube video, I made one YouTube video, and somehow, it was like how to, remember how people used to mod, mod um, like the, the zombies and the gamer score and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and like ha- kind of hack into their Xbox? I found a forum and a, and a whole like tutorial on how to do something like that, but it didn't exist on YouTube. And back OG YouTube, like how to's crushed it. Like yeah. that's really what people used YouTube for. So I made a video on how to do it, and it got like 800,000 views over the course of like a month. Which is huge when which you're 17. Which is huge yeah. back then. Like, yeah. and, and in conspi- like to nowadays, that's, like a, that's literally like five, 10 million right. views. Like which, which is something you guys get every time you post a video now. We should probably sometimes, say that. Sometimes. 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 <laughs> on the good ones, the pregnant, the pregnant right, snacks right, the one. one. That, that, was a, that was a 10 <laughs> mil banger. That was a good one. The one we were talking about. Yeah, but um, I got uh, an email, like 20,000 views in from Google, AdSense. I was like, okay, whatever. Signed up for PayPal, linked it up. And then I made like eight, 900 bucks off this video as a 17, yeah. 18 year old kid. And when you were well, this 17. Was a, this was a few years after that. It was probably like 19, 20. But still, I was working some whatever job. Yeah. And it was huge for me. And that's really when I was like, whoa. That's like, when that's the light crazy. bulb went off. Like, I should not do accounting. I should do this for a living. I can actually make money with this. Yeah. And you know, as somebody who's really connected to the internet, anybody who works through the internet and social media, stuff like that, there's just so many different like avenues yeah. avenues yeah. of revenue. And Definitely. there's just so many different ways to make money. And you can do it really, really quickly. Definitely. All from like the comfort of your home and your laptop. So it's, that really... That was interesting to me. And Tommy, did the same thing happen with you? Did you start making money with it at like a young age where you're like, hey, I'm 18, I just made a thousand bucks. This is a thing for me. Yeah, I mean, uh, we just started, when we first started, it, there was no money involved. We would just post YouTube videos because we loved it. That you were making passion. money in high school though, right? Yeah, I started making money when I was, I think, 18, maybe like late 17. Um, but I started with this stuff back when I was like 16, like really getting into phase and everything. And um, back then, like I said, there was no money. And then all of a sudden, one of our friends, he recommended us to a, a network that partnered with us on um, YouTube. It was Machinima at the time. Okay. And um, the OG, that's the OG. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's when the first uh, first paychecks were coming in, and that's when I saw like, whoa, okay, like. And when this this happened, my mom was like, she just backed off from like taking the game away or anything like that. She realized like, okay, like he's starting to make money with this. I can't like. What kind of money were you making? Was it also like a thousand dollars at eighteen, something like that? Yeah, yeah. Like that? It started like a couple thousand, and then started turning into like. 
five more. figures. Yeah. yeah, I dropped out of school when I was only making a thousand dollars a month. Even that's a lot because you're. I dropped out of school when I ended up joining Phase, and these guys brought me in to that because I just I just saw the potential in it and I believed Definitely. in it. But I was only making like a thousand dollars a month. Everybody thought I was crazy. Everyone told me I was so dumb. My parents were super pissed. Obviously, my friends told me I was crazy, dumb, video games, whatever. But, were um, there people at that point in culture that were making hundreds of thousands of dollars in video games or was it just the it beginning? It wasn't that serious yet. It was the beginning. Was so the beginning, right? there was a few key people, right? Like, um, mm. like Hutch and C Nanners. Remember them? They were pretty popping. Like Captain yeah, Sparkles yeah, was early yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And Sparkles, those dudes yeah. definitely made at least a few hundred thousand dollars a year. All right. So that, which is still crazy, right? Like, yeah. remember, people, like people would flex, like, yeah, I make more than a doctor, more than a lawyer. Yeah. Like, I make like I make like really good money. I make six figures playing video games. Now it's millions of dollars. Right, like some crazy. kids out here are making a million plus a month. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> millions of dollars a month. It's wild. It's interesting too. You didn't even like video games when you were a kid. You were a kid. You didn't like them. And no, so I now didn't. To, to I fell in love with the online stuff. I really, I really obsessed myself with it. I did it for a really, really long time, just out of pure love for it. Um, but yeah, I was never into like the the campaign stuff, the story stuff. I never, I could never get into it. So how do you? So you start your own YouTube channels, both of you, right, independently, and then all of a sudden, Tommy, you reach out the banks. Is that how it worked? Kind it's of not exactly point? how it worked. But so I actually, what phase was in the beginning? Want to explain what phase was? Kind of yeah, because I, I think for people that it's don't a lot know. different than what it is now. Yeah. So yeah. so initially, we started as like a sniping team on YouTube for Call of Duty. Like we were this like the best snipers in Call of Duty, and we would post videos, highlights with music behind it and a cool edits so or whatever and we would just recruit the be- recruit the best snipers in the game. Montages and collages of just really dope clips. Things and, that and people were tuning in to watch yeah, it on YouTube. Yeah, things that the average person couldn't do and on top of that, FaZe pretty much like revolutionized the way that people did that because they would jump off buildings, spin around and like hit a kid across the map. And uh, people were probably speaking a different language to most of your audience, but just just think like skateboarding, like how skateboarding yeah, is sure. with tricks and stuff but just in on a video game, Definitely. Call of Duty, which was the most, pretty much the most popping game at the time. And now this is, you know, you guys are tied into this hip hop artists that are part of your team now. That's right? a day one thing. Which That's is, been going uh, on is that since happened day, day one? one? So who, yeah. who actually joined that when you guys started that? So. Logic's the, probably the biggest one, the, the, the closest one to us. Tommy and him have been good personal friends for a long time. He went to his wedding and stuff. Uh, and Lil Yachty, right? He's part of it? Yeah, he's, he's pretty new to it. Okay. Yachty was a fan at the the time as far as timeline goes, what we're talking about now with the church stuff, Yachty was sixteen years old and he was a fan. So these these guys were like videos. idolizing what you guys are doing yeah. in the gaming space. It's yeah. pr- pretty interesting. So Macklemore, we worked with Macklemore, MGK, MGK. We we did stuff with him early on. We were just hanging out with him, and it's it's just funny to like talk about that stuff because it was so long ago. But he just he knows we yeah. know it's just funny. So so phase fan. So how did it form? How did you guys sort of come together? Explain how that kind of happened. Um, we really just. We were just snipers in this game. We saw, instead of playing the game normally with like regular guns and stuff, we just stuck to using the sniper and we saw how much fun it was and we had so much fun with it. And we, we just wanted to make these videos, which were like, a lot of them were like skateboarding videos because a, uh, a lot of people in the community were also skaters, some of them weren't. But um, we came together as a collective that created cool videos um, with dope music behind it and just cool highlights. We were the best snipers in the game and people uh, recognized that and they would tune in, subscribe, and always be looking out for our videos. Just homies doing stuff for fun all yeah. day, every day. They just come together and start doing it together, put their stuff together, put ideas together, just like anything else, you know? And at a certain point, the YouTube channels you guys had independently started gaining a lot of followers, right? What do you sort of attribute that to? Was that just because people wanted to hear, like, the tricks and the tips that you guys were, or they just wanted to watch you play? 
Well, me and him especially, considering we're like the leaders and kind of the founders of this, and we're the ones who kind of paved the way and started it, we kind of have always been more for the collective. Even like it speaks true through to today with the Cloud Gang stuff yeah. you mentioned with Alyssa and Rice and stuff. Yeah, I I've, talk always, about that I've always liked to work with a team. I've always liked to have people around me. It's hard yeah. for me to motivate myself to do things when it's just for myself, whether or not there's money involved, how much money. It doesn't really matter to me. I want to do stuff with people I love, with people that share the same the same vision and the same passions I do. It's really um, like a family or almost like a for gang. Sure. Like a gang, like so a for him, gang. So for him the his beginning was kind of phase clan and he kinda of like he was the leader of it so people would funnel through that to him. Right. He's the leader they want to hear what he has to say and he was really good at the game too. He hit clips for me. How we even linked up to begin with, I, I started a whole different team. I started a separate brand to theirs. What was that called? Soar. Okay. I didn't start it actually. A homie did. He brought me in early on and then he kind of just gave it to me. He wasn't super interested. He wasn't as interested. He didn't take it as seriously as me. And were you guys so, doing tournaments and stuff? Yeah, we had a pro Call of Duty team. We actually broke Embos and, and yeah. Methods, two like pros to this day, really big guys in the scene. They were they were first pros with me. He did the same with FaZe. We were, we were on the same level of what we were doing. They were way ahead of us as far as notoriety, subscribers, fans. Um, but we were on par with like just the standard of how we ran the team. And they liked that. Him and Seabass liked what I was doing, and they just brought me in. I was, again, I was just randomly from Lowell, Mass. Yeah. He's from Haverhill, Mass. We hung out one time. We really enjoyed each other's company. We shared a lot of the same interests. Cool. Like doing the same things. Had some of the same friends, even. Like the same music. Yeah, just, we just you know, clicked cool. immediately. We were instantly homies. So. And what point did that sort of turn over into content? Because half of what you do now, Banks, I would say, is content, right? It's not even yeah. this video. The game, real life right? stuff really happened when we really revolutionized how like YouTubers come together. We hundred percent did that first. It's a it's like a no brainer now. YouTubers live together all the time. There's a bunch of YouTuber houses and content houses and stuff. But me and him moved into an apartment together and it really blew up. Like everyone loved that we did that. They loved that we did that from video games. People still at this point weren't really taking it super seriously. We'd get tweets all the time like So what, how much did that apartment cost that you guys first moved it into? It was a dope apartment. It was like eighteen hundred a month. It was a pretty a pretty lit pad for being like in <laughs> Haverhill Mass. It had the view and stuff. Yeah. It was and it now was you're cool. in like a thirteen million dollar house. Yeah. So, still to so. this day, that Lock Street apartment. Yeah. My oh, favorite place money. I ever lived yeah. in my money. life. So Easy. from like an eighteen hundred dollar apartment to a thirteen million dollar house, things were definitely on the up and up here, I for would sure. say, right? Yeah. So but I def- it's pretty interesting to me how this whole thing happens. So you start doing these videos, con- you know, you start liking to hang out, and, and obviously content at some point is. Was it Vine that you started doing initially? No, no, we, you, just we, YouTube. We're way before Vine. Yeah, we kind of skipped Vine. None of us really cared about Vine at all. Which so is it was funny. really YouTube. Yeah, YouTube for sure. Only. Yeah, yeah we're talking like two thousand what? Two thousand eight. Yeah. Two thousand eight. Nine. Two thousand eight. I think I made my first YouTube channel in two thousand six. Wow. And how yeah. do you go from that to like ninety eight million views? Because that's astounding. I mean, it's astounding the, the it's, number of views. How it's many? Like, views, what channel is that? Uh, I think I I read somewhere with ninety eight million views on your channel. Oh, on my channel. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Five my million, channel thing. Five million subscribers. Everything I've accumulated on my channel is completely by accident. I'm not a YouTuber, and I've never really claimed to be. I'm good at it, and people like my content, but I'm not necessarily like passionate about it. I do it when it's appropriate. I do it from time to time. I have little like streaks that I do it, but that stuff is just in the moment stuff. Obviously, me and Alyssa started dating and stuff that caused a lot of crazy. We should say hi to Alyssa because she's here. She is here. She's, she's here. She's she doesn't want to be out. on camera because she it's just got right. spray tan it's and has good. no makeup on. She looks on. great. She, looks she does. She always looks great. She's <laughs> awesome. I was watching something else that you guys did on music. Well, her musically videos the other day. Yeah, it's pretty funny. You were commenting. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I loved it. It's just about um, knowing the algorithms, really. Right. Seriously, at the end of the day, YouTube. 
people ask us all the time, how do I get into it? I want to start doing it. It seems so easy, yada, which is super offensive, by the way. It's, I take offense to that. Yeah, it's not so easy to it's get like, to 100 dude, million come, views. And, you know. it, bo- it bothers me when people say that, but at the end of the day, if you're really interested in it, you just have to study it just like anything else. It all boils down to titles. Obviously, you have to have that personality. You have to really know what, what, what people are looking for, you know, like slow, drawn out, low, low energy vlogs or whatever. That's been done a trillion times over and nobody wants to watch right. that. You're never going to have success with that. You're never going to be, you got to do something new just like with anything else. If yeah. you want to break into any market, you have to have something new and exactly. something that differentiates you from the rest. And you just really have to completely understand the market and how to, how Definitely. to win in the market, which is for YouTube, it's just measured in views. And, right? and so, and yeah, and so Phase Clan has been around about nine years, would you say? Yeah, almost nine years. Nine years, right. Yeah. And yeah. you've been playing for about 10 years or so, would you say? I don't uh, know video games or Call of Duty? Video yeah. games, yeah, probably like probably 11, 12 years at this point. And, and for those of yeah. you guys who don't know, it's really like a billion dollar business now. I mean, you oh, have, you have Drake, multi-billion dollar multi-billion business. Dollar. Yeah. Drake, Drake is on there playing Twitch. Before you know it, the thing blows up, right? So again- Fortnite alone makes- what, like $300 million kills a it, month? Kills it, yeah. yeah. It was selling, so funny. Uh, selling little pictures on the screen. It was so <laughs> funny when all that stuff happened when Drake first played with Ninja. Because uh, I remember I got a notification on my phone on Twitch saying, uh, pl- Ninja playing with Drake. So I remember I was like sitting in my bed watching like Breaking Bad or something. And I immediately switched so I could go see this like monumental event. Um, and you watch that on YouTube? No, it was on Twitch. On Twitch, right. Yeah, and okay. so there was like, I don't know, like 500,000 people watching and at one point he brought in Travis Scott and then he brought in um, Juju. Like they were talking about bringing in Juju and I'm like sitting watching and then I realized like, wait. It's like a concert. I'm like, wait, Juju's right across the hall. Like, he's literally in the same house as me. Yeah, he was room. living at the house. <laughs> I'm like, Juju's coming back for the off season this uh-huh. season too. Yeah, so I'm like, I need to go help him set up his, uh, his like stream and stuff so he can get, get on here and play, uh, play Fortnite with them. Do you think that brought it to the mainstream a lot? Because I don't think I think that Drake yeah, definitely This is helped, another yeah. thing we just argued with our friends about Fortnite. Has it made a splash? Has it made, really caused caused a, a huge shift, or has it just been, you know, drops in a bucket? Definitely. I mean, just in the world that I live in, you know what I mean. We ra- we're raising money. Yeah. It's a legitimate company. We have a hundred employees. Definitely. We we have crazy it's, expenses. It's more than legitimate. It's crazy yeah. legitimate. Yeah. So, just in my day to day conversations, like. You go from talking to like old money flip phones and reading the newspaper type guys who you're speaking a completely different language to a year ago to now being like, well, yeah, my son won't stop talking about Fortnite and who's this ninja guy and what's going on with Tifu and you know what I mean? And it's like, and yeah, I've heard about FaZe. I showed him you guys, they're freaking out. It's like, definitely, you know, like the whole world knows what Fortnite is now. Definitely. And explain the difference between like FaZe and Clout and for people that don't know, you also started forming other... So FaZe is like we just said, a super just legitimate business. We're an esports franchise, organization, whatever you want to call it. And our goal is to just be the collective, just like a Patriots or a Red right. Sox. You know what I mean? We have teams in various different esports, and um, you steal players from other teams. We, there's there's we, rivalries going on. Yeah, there's all for that sure. Stuff going on. And not so much stealing. It's not even possible anymore. Every every it's so in. it's so like it's yeah. so professionalized. It's contracts, and you got to make trades, and you got to buy players, you got to sell players. It's just like anything else. How much does a great player like? What kind of contracts are, are those is looking the, like these the, days? Is the CS:GO thing with AZ public? public? Didn't we? Do a really good deal. We we flipped a yeah. guy, AZ. Yeah, yeah. He was one of our guys. Shout out to AZ. He's the homie. No, nothing against him, whatever. Yeah. But it was time to part ways. And I think we sold him for like like four or five hundred k, right? Yeah. Is that, and then is we that one of the him. highest contracts? We flipped him. We flipped him for um, for Nico, who's like 
the best player in Counter-Strike or at least, you know, top three dead or alive. So those contracts are, you know, in you the know, hundreds of thousands. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. League of Legends, we, we've, we haven't really touched the, the, the Asian market. When I say the Asian market, I mean like the MOBAs and the League of Legends and the and the StarCrafts <laughs> and stuff like that. That's really not us. Yeah. We don't, we're not passionate about it. We're more North American like focus, which is always about the shooters and the, you know what I mean? So it's called different kinds of games. Yeah, yeah. So which are the games that you we guys came are? from? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and there hasn't been really any like push or like, cause we, that's the thing that separates us too from the other organizations. Like you said, it's legitimate now. It's a super legitimate business. Esports is like one of the hottest things. It's a hot topic. Everybody wants to get their money involved. And, um, a lot of the people running these organ, these other organizations, these other teams, not every one of them, but most, honestly, most of them are suits, you know, guys who have just money and they, they have people under them who know what they're doing. Like this phase, this this phase thing is me, Tommy, Apex, and Rain. Right. That's, That's we, it. We started it together. And and so talk about We're cloud. still in the office every day. Yeah. So Cloud so, King is just a way more like relaxed, like less serious version. It's more of just like- More my, content driven, right? It's more That's like my table. little like LA family group. You know, it's me, Alyssa, Rice, and the guys in the house. You know what I mean? Summer Ray's involved in it. And um, we just had the Nelk guys move in. It's more of just like- just popping people on the internet who want to make content together, who want to just live happy and and just create stuff, build stuff, and push stuff forward. So every day you're waking up and are you like, we need to do a video today or this week? Is there a pressure for you in doing that? Because I feel that's like part of a- the reason why I don't like doing YouTube personally because there is a pressure whether right. you want to submit to it or not, or whether you think you're strong enough to resist it or not. It is like it's like a drug, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You get millions of views and you get a paycheck, and it's like this cycle. And you feel if you don't post for three days, you feel like you have a withdrawal, you know, right, right. Like it's bad. Well, it's, there's money attached to it. But yeah, no, it, all so. the YouTuber guys, the U- more YouTube focused guys, like Rice stresses content, not stresses it, but like he makes it a point to like make sure he's on schedule and on point with that. The Nelk guys obviously do that. Um, but it's just, it, it's all day to day. There's so much to do in a day. It's just all day to day. It's there's So at, a, what, at what point do you think it was like pivotal for you when you're, you know, the, the content that you started creating started getting millions of views? It wasn't all gaming, right? Because you start doing these comedic videos and we were just talking about yeah. some of the stuff we did. So, or you did, not we did. So um, tell us about like how that, maybe the first video that you did that was like, man, people are definitely tuning into this stuff. Here. Honestly, I don't remember. Well, was it the uh, CSGO one? The, in, back in New York? I honestly don't remember. I, don't I remember know. that video. Was it, was it your video or was it uh, Rain's video that went viral? Oh, first? no. We, when we, we, well, so after we moved into an apartment together, we noticed that we went from, you know, talking about phase one to, to, to like two hours a day to talking about it all day, every day while we're eating breakfast, while we're playing FIFA, while we're at the gym, while we're at, while we're having a party, whatever, like everything we were doing, we were doing it together in every step of the way we were talking about phase. Yo, what do you think about this idea or whatever? Or, yo, he just said that. What if we do this? Or, yo, that shirt's sick. We should do something like that, whatever all day, every day. And things started to pick up and move really, really fast. And people really enjoyed the real life stuff. So I guess when me and him first moved in, that's when we were like, okay, it's not all about video games. Right. We should start and we should probably and- We should probably do this with more people. So when did we move into the New York house? Uh, we moved in the New York house in November of 2014. Okay. So we what we did was we said, all right, this is working really well with us too. So let's get the biggest guys in phase with us in. into a house. Yeah. So we hit up G Fuel at the time and um, they were like our, our, basically our only sponsor and we basically sat down and begged them, yo, we don't have enough money to do this ourselves, but if you post us up in a house somewhere, we'll throw G Fuel stuff all over the house. Definitely. We'll, we'll push G Fuel like crazy. 
Um, and they're pretty happy with. We'll their do a phase G fuel. F- oh, they're so happy. So they're happy. So yeah. happy. Of course, we we really help them take their take their thing to the next level, and we really push their brand super hard. Um, and it's just one of those things that without them, we might not have ever gotten the ball rolling on this. And without us, they might not have ever gotten the ball rolling. So it worked out great. That's what everyone dreams in a partnership yeah. with a with a sponsor. They help really pivot you definitely into where you want to go, and you help them sell product yeah and the, and the first things were sort of vlogging or were they more comedy based what no as soon as soon as we got in the house it was just a little bit of everything we did little skits like some of the people did skits and some of the people did um did the vlogging stuff we all started being a lot more active on like the twitters and the instagrams and stuff like that and people really loved it like they really did the idea and the thought of six degenerate gamer kids living together living together and half of them all these kids mind you are like 18 years old fresh out of high school yeah from random places and we're and the house is in new york long island new york because that's where g fuel was that's where i'm from that's where really yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. the house is like famous nassau or suffolk uh nassau so where were we at where were you living in nassau we were in plainview okay yeah, yeah, right off the high, you know, the little highway you get off with the 7-Eleven? Hempstead, yeah, I was born not too far from there. So Yeah, yeah. We, were, we were right there. But that's where G Fuel was based, so they put us up there. And um, we had to convince the, them and us together, we kind of all had to, like, push all of their individual parents to, like, be cool with that. Because we had a kid come from Sweden. We had Alex Adapt come from um, Arizona. You were, um, what, 21 Rain at the time? was from Toronto, something like that, yeah. 21 or 22. Yeah. And he's, what, you're a year younger than me? I'm like two, two years. Two years. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. at a certain point, you guys start competing in these tournaments, right? So you have not your, us ever, okay. not us ever, because we're we were never that good. Like we were we were good, and we were kind of first to the scene. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, I was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but not but not on anywhere close to the level of like Scump and those kids. Nah, you no, know no. Nah, nah. I mean that's a different game. Like but that's what yeah, that's yeah. what he's asking. Yeah. So like, never us on that level. Like okay. the the, the yeah. like. The pro level, right. you know what I'm saying? So you didn't. Comp- you we just, just comp- had contracted. So we just like kind of took took hold of the brand. The brand was really the magic. Everyone mm-hmm. loved the logo. Everyone loved repping it. Everyone loved what it stood for. Because like I said, it's just six kids in a house playing video games all day. Yeah, that's really what the brand was. And we weren't like ner- super nerdy kids. And we weren't like you know what I mean. We kind of broke the stereotype of what a gamer was, especially that long ago. Yeah, know, like five I mean, years ago. I mean, we should also talk. About, you have tattoos. You, you know, there's, yeah. there's like all. It's not like people probably think that <laughs> gamers are from back in the day. And there's a lot of money to be made in these tournaments, right? I mean, how much could you make if you win? Oh, million, million dollar prize pools. There's a uh, Dota is like the the one with the, the game with the biggest prize pool, which is twenty yep. million twenty million dollar purse. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Wild. So did you guys ever win that? No, we weren't in that game. We're not in that game. Because it's more of like an Asian, um, like a lot more. What I was talking about with, the, with the, the games that are more, um, yeah, more popular in Asia. But what did, uh, what's the biggest prize you guys ever won? Is there, is there like, because I know. Um, honestly, oh, I don't the, even know. The Fortnite one just recently. The, the one at TwitchCon. Cloak and because Twi- I mean, it, Cloak it was, and Turner. They had a duos tournament. So we have, um, we have a and few. how much did they win? So, I mean, it wasn't just them that won. So it was also Nate. So they won. Oh, yeah. So talk about that. Is that FaZe Clan or is that you guys individually? Well, yeah. Turner and Cloak are in FaZe. And then we have Nate Hill, who's also in FaZe. And they placed first and second. It was a duos tournament. So Cloak and Turner are the duo. And then Nate and Funk, right? Yep. Who was also in FaZe now, but at the time he wasn't. They placed first and second. So what was the total prize? So total prize for both of them. First place was 500K. Second was uh, 200 and something K. And then they had bonuses and stuff. And they had bonuses. I think they were just shy of a million dollars. And this is real money. And and that same day, we also won, um, our Counter-Strike team won 
a tournament. So wow. in total, we went over. To be perfectly dollars. honest with you, though, the money is in the content. Like, right. Even right. still, so. Yeah. So I want to. I want to talk about like that these for pros a get contract and they, merch. They're contracted. Yeah. Of course, merch is always going to be you, money. You but, have your own merch line. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about that for a second. What do you? Which one are you referring well, to? Well, I mean, I know you guys. You guys are selling out. You're doing collabs. All oh, the you're phase doing, stuff. Yeah, yeah the, the phase, phase champion stuff, stuff yeah. did really, really well. Yeah. So you did a collaboration with Champion. Yeah. And you only did. You probably only made what, like a few thousand. Or you didn't make like uh, four hundred thousand pieces. No, of course. Limited not, editions, no. like Supreme. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the exact amount. A few thousand of them. And then you sell out. Just I think like less that. than ten thousand of them. But what people don't know is people wait like in line to get this stuff, and it sells oh, out yeah. in minutes, which is crazy. Yeah, no, right? this stuff sold out. The initial run sold out. We had no idea what people were gonna like. People found the website before, before we it even went up. It's like crazy. like the black hoodie sold out before it even went live, and we like we're kind of panicking about it because like we don't want that. Obviously, right. like we don't want somebody to just go buy all of them and then like upsell them on like Grailed or whatever, or yeah. resell them on eBay. We want like our fans to real like what was it Black Friday that we dropped them? Yeah, I think we dropped them at midnight on Black Friday. So like the kids who are really up trying to get them were really trying to get them. You know what I mean? And the, we had a lot of tweets and stuff. And even like I had way more tweets like, damn, I missed it. Like, oh, wow, I couldn't get one. Then like, yo, I got it. And like with the confirmation. So just to put it to perspective for me, it was like 10 to one, you know, yeah, like 10 crazy. to one. I got it. And dude, like, please drop this again. But um, when we first first initially dropped it, they sold out. And I think we only did a couple of thousand. Then we're like, yo, let's just run it for like 10 minutes. Let's just let the kids who are up right now cop it. And um, it was just crazy how many people bought it. It was wild. That's great. And what's next on the apparel front? Are there other things that you're developing? Yeah, that's a huge, that's like one of my like peaking interests in like um, with the phase stuff. I really, like I believe that the phase logo can be the, can represent what the Nike logo represents for regular sports for gaming. Yeah, you know well, I feel like you put Champion or help put Champion back on the map because truth be yeah. told, I mean, I really hadn't heard Champion that much the last. They've been doing. Years. They've been doing pretty well over the past like three, four, five years. They've they they bounced back up. People have been people have been rocking with them. They're just kind of like a staple it, brand. I I've always liked Champion, but it didn't hurt that you did your collaboration. Definitely with not. Them, no, right? they so, they loved it. They yeah. love us. They loved it. We love them. It was great. The logo just worked super well together. Are you wearing some? Yeah, you weren't you representing over there? He's got, oh, he's cool, got, the, yeah. he's got the bootleg ones yeah. on, the, oh, no, the no yeah. pockets. There's bootleg ones already? No, they were just like, sa- they were just like <laughs> samples. They were samples. Yeah, he bought it in, uh, in Chinatown. <laughs> so you have some other collabs coming up that you're excited about? Yeah, I don't know if we can talk about them. Can we talk about that, Tom? We can't talk about that. <laughs> no, we're going to leave no. that alone. So you we got one. We, I, will, I will say this. We got one coming up with a more, um, a more high-end brand cool. that's at a higher price point. And we've kind of met that's them in the middle. That's a secret. We can't of, get a scoop over here? I don't know. No this scoop. is a this is honestly a scoop. This is kind of a scoop and a half because we don't do stuff <laughs> like this. Yeah, it's like a more like it's it's a more like underground like cool up and coming like designer brand um, that we're we're just good friends with the people and we like what they came up with. We like their ideas and they they love our brand. So and you're gonna blow it up. We're gonna we're gonna drop some we're gonna drop something with them. Yeah, cool. Do you I'm th- super excited. I'm more excited about this than anything we've ever done. I really need to know what that is. Thing. At some point, I'll know. Yeah, what no, that I'll is. tell you off air. When, when is that going to drop? Uh, end of February, I think. Cool, coming up. I'm end still trying to get that information. This is like a super exclusive, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Because you're going to be mad that I said that. People yeah. are going to be mad that you I You heard said it that. first. Um, do you think that esports could kind of be in the Olympics? Is this something that you feel like is highly possible? I don't up? think that it's going to like fall in line with sports. I don't think that it, the crossover is real as far as culturally goes. Like right. every athlete plays. Like Neymar hits us up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're, we're good, good homies with like. Who you know, else? you know they're probably going to call it Olympics. Just like <laughs> right. that's actually a great idea. Oh my god, 
That's well, funny. I do want to talk about the cross section of like hip hop and culture and where it's all going in the future. I want to jump to a song right now. Uh, I want to jump to an artist who just started working with Juice World. Let's play Lucid Dreams and we'll be right back in one second with Face Clan. You're listening to Lips LA with Scott Lips. I still see your shadows in my room. Can't take back the love that I gave you. It's to the point where I love and I hate you and I cannot change you, so I must replace you. Easier said than done, I thought you were the one Listening to my heart instead of my head You found another one, but I am the better one I won't let you forget me I still see your shadows in my room Can't take back the love that I gave you It's to the point where I love and I hate you And I cannot change you, so I must replace you Easier said than done, I thought you were the one Listening to my heart instead of my head Found another one, but I am the better one I won't let you forget me You left me falling and landing inside my grave I know that you want me dead I take prescriptions to make me feel a-okay I know it's all in my head I have these lucid dreams where I can't move a thing Thinking of you in my bed You were my everything Thoughts of a wedding ring Now I'm just better off dead I'll do it over again I didn't want it to end Now watch it blow in the wind I should've listened to my friends You forget me. Back with the 
phase plan, guys. We, we just got, got banks, we just got huh? some permission to talk about the collab. I guess you, you this is on Tav, by the way. If <laughs> Greg, Greg, all the homies, if you're watching this, this is completely Tav's fault. But yeah, we're doing <laughs> we're gonna do a collab with Siberia Hills. Amazing. It's a name that might not jump out at everybody because it's really on the up and up. It just it just kind of started out. It's a super super dope brand. I love it. I really love it. I got a sneak peek. Daft showed me the sneak peek of their stuff. Um, their next season coming out in March. It's Next so level. you're gonna do phase collab with them? Yeah, cool, awesome! I can't wait to see. So Dope. it's gonna be mostly like hoodies, t-shirts. It's just gonna be a couple pieces. We're not gonna go right. crazy. We're not gonna do like, yeah, we're not gonna do a crazy amount of stuff. And but when you've done that stuff in the past, did you guys drop that at a store or was that only online? This is another inside scoop. We're doing. We're we're gonna have a storefront. Cool. Amazing. We're gonna do a storefront. I on love Fairfax. all these scoops. These scoops are amazing. <laughs> on Fairfax. So we want to start doing real life stuff. We've ado- we've kind of adopted LA as like our home city. You know yeah. what I mean? Me and him yeah. are from are from Boston, but we both have shared the same dream from a young young age that we want to live in LA. I don't know what it was about LA. I've always wanted to be out here. Um, same for him. And right when we moved in the New York house, that was our goal. That's like what we set for our goal was, yo, the next house we get, we're gonna pay for it, and it's gonna be. The fuck that the was a, that was the goal even before the New York house. Yeah, no, we just didn't have the funds. It wasn't that, like a thirteen million well, yeah, dollar we, house. Right? We wanted no. like we wanted <laughs> yeah, we wanted yeah. <laughs> we've wanted to be out here from the beginning. We're out here and we love it out here. Um, we, there's we have so many fans out here too. Like it's just been overall a great experience. So yeah. we want to do a storefront on Fairfax. It's going to be the vision for it at least right now is going to be kind of like an internet cafe because Fairfax High School is right down the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah internet cafe type thing where kids can come stream or just kick it on the computer play whatever we're gonna sell merch out of it um we're gonna sell other little things like probably like high-end like kind of more like hype like hyped up like keyboards and stuff like awesome the duckies and the the final mouses and stuff like that's things like that we'll sell um we'll sell like sponsored products we'll go out like you'll be able to buy g fuel there you know what i mean like you can't buy g fuel at the store you have to order it so just things like that um and this thing is getting so big, like we were talking about. We just listened to Lucid Dreams, but we're just talking, you know, 21 Savage is your neighbor. You guys have all these hip-hop artists that want to be part of your phase clan now. So tell us what that's like, right? Because when you were a kid, you probably never thought you'd have, like, major musicians hitting you up to be part of something that you created. So that's got to feel good, right? Because they're, like, yeah, they're cool. rock stars of this generation. It is really, really You're cool. You're rock stars of this generation. It's cool, right? it's cool to see all the people and all the different avenues of, of uh, life just to pop up and, Thank you know, you. like, all these, like, different artists and uh or athletes in different sports like share the same love i see them like always showing love to phase or it's cool it's now they like the content side of things or are they into the game i think it's more just like a respect like a mutual respect you know what i mean like it's like we really listen to these guys like i bumped 21 savage in the shower you know what i'm saying i bumped juice world yeah you know what i mean like i love all these guys but like Everyone plays video games. That's what I tell everybody. Everybody plays video games to some extent, yeah. especially younger people and Definitely. people who are part of like internet culture, because that's really what it is. And that's why esports, I feel, is going to surpass like regular traditional sports in every aspect Definitely. eventually. Because we're so immersed in the internet now, especially young people, they basically they're basically living more in the internet than they are in real life. And with VR and AR stuff like that, like. We have no idea what things are going to look like in 10, 20 yeah. years. You kind know of scary. I mean? It's yeah. just all cool. it's kind of wild. It's all changing. Yeah. Just like l- electricity and plumbing are integrated into like almost every aspect of like human life. The internet's going to be the same way everywhere you walk, 100%. everywhere you look. Like, and what esports really is is just sports or competition for the internet exactly era. You know By the way, mean? there's more people watching that half the time than TV. Right? Nobody watches TV. That's anymore, the other so. thing too. That's the thing Netflix. that we argued about today. Like. I don't think anybody would argue that the internet, like entertainment, consu- content consumption 
is consumed way on, on a way larger scale through the internet than through like network television. 100%. Obviously, like YouTube, Netflix, Hulu, Twitch versus like network TV. It's not even a, like it already. The numbers already exist and it's we're, it's already destroying network Definitely TV. Destroying and it. it's just exponentially blowing past it. And network TV completely controls and has all like the major sports locked down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, you have to jump through hoops to watch to watch the NFL on like on the internet. Like you almost it's almost impossible to. True, you know what I mean? True. How'd Unless, you meet, how'd you meet Rice, by the way? How'd you meet Alyssa? How'd that whole, you know, so because that's I, actually a big I part of I came out here. I came out here. Um I stepped away from the the New York house when they came and lived in LA. I was I was going through some personal stuff and I just had to move back home for a little while. It was just a part of my life where just things weren't good for me. I was unsure about what I wanted. Um, and they were super sure about what they wanted. They were still on track. They still wanted to do the phase stuff. And you're was, like 22, 23 at this point? How old was I? Yeah, maybe, maybe like 24. 24. Even this, it, was, okay. it was sort of recent. It was like recent Two enough, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I moved back home. I moved in with some hometown friends that had nothing to do with the internet. Um, I just took a break from the internet for like a year. And then um, I decided I, I want to go out to L.A. and do like my own thing and just see if I can just do something new. And I want to do a clothing line, which is the loose change stuff. I don't know if you saw yeah, anything yeah, about that. Definitely. That was initially the idea to come out here with. So me and a couple of buddies just put some money that we had together to get the house that we're in now, that big, crazy house. that yeah. everyone, It's like a super iconic house now, which is the idea that we'll just link up with people and meet people on the way. Us three, four guys are going to move into this 10 bedroom house and we'll find people to move in. And if there are people who like make content, we'll just have them put on the brand in exchange for a free room or whatever. We're just going to hustle it and kind of fake it till you make it. You know what I mean? Like you live in a house like that and people just automatically assume like this kid's doing something. You know what I mean? Like they're out here doing something. But I so, read that it was like Bieber used that house before. Yeah. yeah that right, one so. that we got, that's the house he's in now. We have yeah. two of them up there. Okay. There's like four of those big like glass houses and we have that one, the original one I was in that he's in now. That's like the phase house. And then the the one all the way at the end is the the new cloud house. It's like um, so you meet like Rice on Instagram or something. Where'd you guys meet? I, we had already known him. He was a fan of Phase Two. This was this was something that like this is something that nobody really knows. Rice was initially in talks to join Phase a long oh, time. Oh wow! Ago. Okay. Yeah. And um, some of us felt indifferent about it at the time. We, we kept more like to the, at this point. Really, we really don't give a fuck. Like we really don't care. Like I especially do not care about maintaining the professional image and. Like that's not what this is. It's not what the internet is. Right. I understand sports is like that. I understand esports is trying really, really, really hard to emulate what the sport, what that market looks like. But that's just not what phase is. That's not who I am. Um, and it's kind of always been like that. But back then it was a little bit more. Like we were unsure. We didn't want to really fuck anything up because we didn't have like whatever. Would it be safe to say you guys are almost like the rebels of that industry? For in sure, right. for sure. There's it's like not you even do the opposite of everything that's yeah, going on. Yeah, for sure. That's right. For sure. So, right, really, so Rice wanted to join because he liked what you guys were doing. He's like, yo, let me get in on he this. He entertained thing. the idea. He, yeah, he, he hit me up and said, yo, let me join FaZe. This is, bef- this is when he was streaming and stuff. This is before he really popped off. I liked him a lot because I liked the whole, like, fuck everybody attitude. Right. You know what I mean? I really liked that about him, and I thought he's it was funny. funny. Yeah. I thought it was super funny, yeah. yeah. But some of the people were like, I don't know. He's kind of a little bit edgy. He says a little bit. It's a little too crazy, which is yeah. understandable. So it never really happened. But he was always the homie. He came by the New York house, the OG house, and we've just always been friends with him. So when I moved out to, to uh, L.A., he's still living with his parents, and he's popping off on YouTube and stuff, and he wants to do more, you know what I mean? But he just doesn't know where to go. So he stayed at my house for, like, he was going to come stay for a weekend, and the first night that he came and stayed, we just had a really good he night. Never left. Fun night. He was like, yo, dude, I'm down to move in. Like, right. if you're serious, like, I'm down. He's like, I'll pay, whatever. 
And I was kind of instantly just like, nah, dude, you don't have to pay anything. Like, we'll just, we'll figure it out. We'll talk about it. You don't got to sign anything. You don't got to pay anything. We're just going to, let's just do it. Yeah. So and now you guys make videos. You stay in an elevator for 24 hours. Yeah. You see if you guys go crazy. You yeah, do was, kind of funny videos, right? Yeah. So how did that all happen? You just started seeing what was working for you and people were taken to it. Was the vlogging thing? Yeah, so no. The first I did, inception I, in that space? I think that's what happened. I, did, I started doing vlogs and stuff and people really, really liked them. Like I had a, and right off the rip, people were like, yo, I missed you so much because remember I told you I took a break. And yeah. So I started, I picked up with the vlogs and stuff. People really, really liked them. And then I was making videos with Bryce and he really put me on too. He was like, yo, go, go check out banks and all that stuff. And then kind of around the same time, like almost immediately after that, I met Alyssa. It kind of all happened so fast. And Alyssa and had a big following too. And yeah. So, and then yeah. our like both sides of the internet kind of cl like clashed and like met in the middle and like all, there was so much drama and conversation around just simply me being with this girl and like yeah. hanging out with this girl that like everybody watched it. Everybody talked about it. There was tons of drama about it. And there was, just little like things, just whatever you guys all, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. whatever. But, um, and you have crazy engagement. I mean, yeah, it was just, it just went crazy. Videos, it yeah. went nuts. Yeah, yeah. It went crazy. And I don't know. People really liked me and Alyssa's dynamic. So I just kept doing the video thing and we just, we were on a roll, you know, like Definitely. we were just, there was no reason to stop. So, so, so take me up to 2019, right? This year you got, you're dropping more collaborations. Obviously cloud gangs going strong. Phase clans going strong. And there's so much that you guys have going on business-wise. So what do you think the future is for everything you're doing? What do you envision it to be? What I envision for FaZe Clan is to and the, be... And the future of eSports, because you guys are sort of the future of what I see in culture. Yeah, it's, think, it's bigger than almost anything at this point. I so. think that eSports will outgrow traditional sports combined, every single, one, every single avenue of traditional sports. Um, it, it's going to piss some people off that I said that, but... Um, well, like you're headed to the Super Bowl this weekend, right? You guys yeah, I'm stoked on it. By the way, so. listen, I'm not some kid who like didn't play sports, doesn't like sports. I'm going to the Super Bowl. I'm going to watch my boy Tommy rip the Rams. I like the Rams. <laughs> it's my second team. You know, L.A., I have so much love for L.A., but like football is my religion, and Tom Brady is my Lord and Savior. And we're going <laughs> to go down. So your money's on Tom Brady, even though Always. you live in L.A. Everybody's right? money should be on Tom yeah. Brady. If you I know mean, anything about gambling or anything about football, it's Definitely. the rule yeah. number one is you just don't bet against Tom Brady. And are yeah. you going there to go to the events or you just only going to the Super Bowl? Oh, we're going to rage. We're going to send it right. for sure. Everything yeah. right. Okay. We're definitely going to send I'll it. I'll be tuning yeah. in all those videos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have a whole weekend out of it. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, And Tommy, tell us about the 2019. What do you think? What's, what's in store this year for you? I'm excited. We got uh, we have like a whole team behind us now, and uh, we have a couple. Op I mean, we have an office down here, and the dynamic is great. We have a there's a hundred people that work for you guys. Yeah, that's crazy, at least, right? At least. Yeah. What are they all doing? They're like managers, and they're doing marketing. We have managers. We have salespeople. We have lawyers. We have accountants. We have HR. Lawyers. We don't need lawyers. We, have, right? we definitely need lawyers. <laughs> right. Yeah, big time. Every that's, day, right? Those are the two things that if everybody had to, if there was two. Two lifeboats and the ship was sinking. You throw the lawyers in one, and you throw the accounts in the other one. Yeah, that's what you need. That's the those are the two those are the two first building blocks to any successful business. Definitely, I'm I'm really excited this year for you guys. I think it's going to be a huge year. Um, awesome guys. Well, thanks so much for coming in. I'm going to jump sure. to uh, the internet because we were talking about the internet. Great song called "Come Over," and um, I really appreciate you guys stopping in. Thank and you so much. 2019. Thank you for having us. Of course. Thanks, guys. For sure. This is Lips LA on Dash Radio. Hello.